0: Kia welcome to Inside Netball. Well, we've got another big show on our hands. Let's get straight into the big talking point of the week. The Stars beating The Pulse in Wellington in the elimination final. They got the monkey off their back. Yvette McClaws and Jury from The Pulse will be joining us shortly. But I want to get straight into the elimination final. Jen and Courtney, I want your thoughts.
1: What a game that was. Well, it was, and it was incredibly hard to begin with, to even pick who who was the favourite. And I think, actually, I think just about all of us Picked the pulse, but but only because you sort of think, well, you know, they've won two out of the last three. Uh, They, you know, you then match them up sort of player for player. But I thought that the uh, stars just kept their heads. They did the basics really well. And I just think a little bit of um, perhaps nervousness or inexperience on the pulse side of things cost them in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think we all were saying you could
2: pretty much flip a coin in who was going to win this one. The Pulse had a strong start, but the Stars, they just grind away and they don't give away ball. Uh, the Pulse, I thought Maddie, uh, Maddie Gordon, she had moments of individual brilliance, especially in that first half. I would have liked to see a little bit more in that third quarter when they went down 16-8. to eight. I said, I'm not sure what was said at halftime, but for the Stars to come out and put 16-8 to eight in that third quarter, I thought Ellie Temu and Holly Fowler were outstanding on defence. Will they keep it that way against the Mystics? I'm not sure but for me it was really that third quarter where the Stars just came out firing and the Pulse didn't really have any answer. They almost went into their shell the crowd was quiet and then once it started yeah, rolling in that fourth quarter it all just picked back up again.
0: Well, two things, it felt like there were that many Stars supporters in the crowd and they were loud and raucous. I hate that we always talk about this because it's so cliche but the championship quarter, the third quarter, why is it always the case? Because more often Than not. It is. But I know both of you are holding back a little bit there. You want to talk about, you mentioned it, Jen, the inexperience, the last few minutes or so, the kind of moment when uh, we felt like Tiana Maturo and Amelia Wormsley were playing the ball around with about a minute to go. Do you think that moment cost
1: them? Well, I think inevitably it did. I mean, you could argue they should never have been in that position anyway, but they were. Uh, And Maturo there she is with the ball and I think, you know, just sort of puts it down mucks about. it's foot no one's yeah. really. No urgency No urgency. Absolute no urgency. And look, I can be prepared to forgive Wormsley. I mean she's, she's a, well, but actually no, am I? I don't know that I am. I mean she's 19. She should know, you know big time netball. She's been around long enough now really. But um, I think uh, because of course, you know, they had uh,
0: So yeah, 30 yeah. seconds at the centre pass which is enough time to play it around safely, Uh, Courtney I'm sure you've been in situations like this before and um, yeah the stars they just nailed it, they did what they needed to do with the time they had.
2: Well they do and you train for moments like this and I spoke to Maya Wilson and she actually said her and Gina whilst the Pulse were mucking around I guess down the other end of the court they knew there was about 75 seconds to go. And Maya said to Gina, we're gonna hold the ball for a minute. Because they assumed the pulse would take it quickly. And Maya And then Gina said to Maya, I think that's too long. And Maya <laughs> said, Well you're gonna be the one running around. You hold on to it for a minute, get it to us within ten and we'll score. But it worked out they got it within thirty. And so I just wonder, where was the leadership? I know it was loud in there. You couldn't even hear the umpires, but someone in the pulse needed to tell the shooters or one of the shooters needed to say, we need to take this quickly to put the pressure back on the stars, back our defence. Kelly Drury, I think she'd just gotten a turnover. Back your defence to apply the pressure. Or if the stars do score, you've, you've got, got an, an option line. to have a centre pass. So I agree with you, Jenny. Is it inexperience? Is it just the in the big
1: big games, big moments? And I thought that the stars handled it really well. But is it a sign of good captaincy? Because yes. it, and, and the advantage of having Crampton right in the the middle of the swim. Now I know Tiana Maturo is a co-captain. Um, Kelly Jury, the other captain for the you know, way the down the other race. end yes. and out of it and I've always you know I've always thought that's why often captains or goal shoots don't make the best captains but then that doesn't always you know follow true but no great example of of how to run out a game and also to another example I thought where Mali Sala steps up and just clinches those you know she does she must have well, is it ice in her veins? Or- <laughs> she does, I think. She's made for those moments. Yes. I love it. And like
2: you saw, it in comparison, down the other end, Tiana, for me, if she's setting the penalty, she could have just d- didn't taken the shot, instead of putting it down, because then Wormsley passes it to her, where she would have been anyway. Like for me, Tiana should have just taken it.
0: It almost felt like watching it that Tiana was doing it on purpose, like she had a reason. Yeah, for it's, it's being almost like slow. she looked like up she at the she clock. Thought, hmm, if I play it. Round long enough. I don't know. I'd love to know what she was thinking in that moment, what her thought process was. Because to me, it was so much of the opposite, like no urgency at all, that it looked like it was on purpose. But I I can't come to a conclusion about why that would be.
1: The other interesting thing, you mentioned Holly Fowler and there was a little bit of chat before the game when the team lists came out and um, people like me who didn't really think things through very far went, oh, Holly Fowler's got the start because she hasn't had that many games. And then of course, all the other wise people on the game said, well, of course she would match up against Maturo, yeah. But I wonder now that they're through and they're going to be up against the Mystics next week, does Nawai Thal come back in or who how you know, how do you approach that game? I think Nawai Tharthao comes
2: back in. I think the big decision is do you have Nathan on Petatulia or do you put Holly Fowler there? that's the big question for me because Holly can swing either way and I think that you have Thao Thao back on Grace, so yeah. who do you, who, who's shutting
0: down Petter? I think Simon Nathan did such a great job of shutting down Petter, she knows her so well in a couple of those previous games, but what a luxury for Kitty Wills to be able to mix it up on defence if she needs to uh, just quickly, I know you touched on Kelly Jury, but I mean, had they, had they won the game, I feel like she kind of single-handedly won it for them. Crucial intercepts in moments, seven games. You've got to feel for her.
1: <laughs> I know. Look, game 100. And, um, you know, the jeepers, they've had a lot of centurions, haven't they, this season? You know, I, you could just tick them Across all the off. And,
2: which is almost oh. why, like, especially in the polls, it's almost why you can't say they don't have the experience to close
1: out Tiana a Matoto final like games. that. They've won grand finals together. That's very true. But I wonder, I wonder if when you start playing and you're 16, that's, you know, you're very much a junior member of the team, aren't you? I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to make excuses for her, but I wonder if you don't gain the same sort of experience as if you come into the team at 21 or something.
2: Yeah, I agree. But yes, great work by Kelly Drury. She stood up as a captain when you needed her to. She got her team ball. I thought it was a very strong perform- performance, especially for her 100th.
0: Yeah, well, those are our thoughts. A quick download on the elimination final so far. We're very lucky to now bring in head coach of The Pulse, and jerry for her thoughts. Has she recovered? Let's see. Kia ora, Yvette. Fyoda. Thank you so much for joining us. Great backdrop you've got there.
3: Beautiful little spot in the CEO's office. So, yeah, a few photos and memorabilia across the years.
0: Yeah, nice little spot. I have to ask, have you recovered? How are you feeling now after uh, Sunday night's big game?
3: Yeah, I'm still really proud of the effort. I think um, certainly in lots of ways the team has really stretched the season and we were really pleased to make that third spot. It just could have been anybody's at any stage. So really grateful to get the opportunity and an amazing game on Sunday. You know, it just wasn't wasn't to be our day, but an awesome game and certainly it was it was highly skilled. It was everything you're gonna expect in a, you know, finalist um, scramble for the tail end. And I thought it really resembled Deason's been like lots of close contests, anybody's game on any given day. Um so no, really enjoyed it and look I stay much the same win, lose or otherwise, um, keep a pretty even keel about things, so no, really proud and and really grateful to have got that far. Was there any one area where you think that is where we lost it? Not any one particular area. When I think about, I'm um, certainly that third quarter is a really obvious time where we, you know, certainly got hammered in that piece. But it wasn't even one individual. There were a number of scattered uh, balls and different things that went on at that stage. So, no, I, I thought, look, you, you can always look back and. There's lots of things that went on. It was it was everything that the season's been. There was lots of physicality. There was lots of challenge. There was amazing skill set. So, no, look, I I don't think there was any one particular thing. Uh, When we had our numbers at the end, and we still did our debrief and had a look through the numbers, because there was a lot to celebrate. We've really hard this season to get our loss rate down, and. We had a 1.9 loss rate, Stars had two. We got 15 gains, they got 15 gains, 12 losses each. You know, like the numbers everywhere were were pretty tight. Normally our numbers in terms of three-quarter tack have been a little bit better in the past. uh, But that's finals netball. So uh, I didn't think there was any one thing in particular. Again, people have talked about, would you have played that last, you know, 45 seconds differently? And we've practiced every scenario, obviously, leading up to it. But when things, you know, the pressure comes on, they did what they thought was the right thing to do. But, um, yeah, yeah, look, hindsight's a wonderful thing. And if we could live life and play the game in hindsight, we might do a lot of things differently. But, no, I'm, I'm really pleased. They had the legs. They freshened up that week. If they had to go to overtime, which it was starting to head in that direction, then goodness knows what ha- would have happened. Mm. But um, no regrets. They played with everything they had and absolutely, yeah, pleased with them. No regrets, of it.
2: but I am going to take you back to that moment because we spoke about it. You obviously practiced these scenarios in training. I guess, what is what did you practice in training
3: if that was going to happen with a minute left on the clock and the other team centre pass? Yeah, so that was the real challenges. Um, we've practiced at a minute, we've practiced at 45, practiced at 30. Uh, your centre pass, their centre pass. By and large, the idea is to, you know, to score quick enough and then back yourself to. to if, if they score, that you get another uh, centre pass back. So how quickly you can play to the other end. We ended up. They called, if I remember rightly, and honestly, I haven't really watched it again that thoroughly, but um, there were a number of penalties in the circle. And so we were in there in reasonable time, but we had to keep resetting the penalty shot. Uh, So that took up a lot of time. And at that point, they started to rethink, geez, do we actually try and hold it a little bit longer? Are we starting to run mm. out of time to go this in a past plus hours? And that was a the decision they made that they'd try and hold a little bit longer and see if they could scramble. And boy, it, it was so close, wasn't it, to go into overtime. So you practice all of it, but oh gosh, life and reality compared to practice isn't always the same. <laughs> so I was pleased that they, you know, really fought back to get in that game because, you know, eight, losing eight, by eight, you know 8.16 and quarter three normally would be lights out at that stage so really proud of their resilience their ability to just maintain position and always just keep finding ways but no, it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant of course i'd love to be in the grand final There just really <laughs> special occasions but not everybody can get there and, and not everybody can make the top three and i think there were plenty of teams knocking on the door this season
0: we were just saying off-air that that game's going to be hard to top even for a grand final, so um, absolutely right. It was a great game to be involved in, a Yvette. If we look at the uh, poll season as a whole, you've got the youngest team in the competition. I'm not sure what your expectations were pre-season, but how would you rate how they've kind of performed and finished up?
3: Yeah, look, I think for me, I I, I don't know, maybe I'm a bit delusional, but I always have an expectation that we can make a finals, and I think that's a really important stretch every season to have. Uh, We had obviously celebrated four players with 100 caps this year, and even though they're all still really young, I believe that that experience and that time together, that retention makes a big difference around building. So that was definitely where we were aiming for. Um, Fell short, but that's okay. I think the pursuit in terms of progressive improvement and incremental change, not only in the team in their performance but more importantly the incremental shift that we've been able to see and, and help change in individuals has been huge. I've, I feel confident that we've seen growth in every one of our players this season and um, that's always quite hard to do when a number of them are either in the same position or been around a really long time to just keep finding growth. So obviously Amelia that's a really obvious piece of growth and that was huge but I even can see in Kelly, you know, little things just starting to get the jump on the shot, really being able to hold a lean. And I think she came close to getting some held balls. And that's growth that's just small. But in others like Amelia, there's big growth for Maddie to be really consistent over a whole season, really calm in her performances, to see Whitney really drop her loss rate down and focus on that retention and that ability to really hold her attention to task is huge. Uh, Her loss rate in game one was double figures and she's, you know, consistently after that got that right down and I just think that just shows maturity and it takes time and it takes uh, time for them to really believe what their skill set is and then to find just one or two things each season that are about saying as an individual you've got to leave the season having grown. It can't just be about team outcomes otherwise, you know, it could be a really disappointing time so that balance of finding how to improve an individual and how that leads to uh, collective outcomes is still really important. You've stepped away before and come back. <laughs> is this <Yeah>. it? <laughs> oh, crack up, all right. Look, the players just said the same thing. We uh, It was actually a really nice opportunity for us to just sit after that game. And of course, it was an early game. It wasn't a late night, but had a chance just to sit and gave them time to reflect not only about that game, but, what they're really grateful for and what they're really proud of. Um, and so some of them are like, oh, I think she's just going to come back again. But <laughs> no, look, I, um, it does look a bit that way. But certainly for me, it's it's never over. I'll always be involved in the game and there'll be, you know, another team somewhere that needs a coach. And so whatever the level that is, I'm, I'm certainly keen to still be involved. But, yeah, for me, education's a really big part of um, what we're about. And this is something that Nathan's been really focused on and keen to do so it's time for me to not live my selfish existence in Wellington flitting around and having a lovely time and getting back and doing some other things so I, I really look forward to it but I'll leave it loving it absolutely love it so um yeah won't be easy but you know nothing in life worth doing is easy and mm-hmm. it your replacement has been named. It is the assistant coach,
2: Anna. So she's been part of the Pulse franchise and the development system down there.
3: So what will she bring as a coach to this side? Yeah, look, really excited. There was a huge process and impressed with, they had lots of elements to get through to that stage. They did media interviews. They, yeah, look, it was a massive piece. They had to do feedback on a couple of games so really thorough process um, that was led by Fran and Y to get to this point but Anna's a really experienced coach. She's coached internationally she's been obviously with our NNL uh, team in Manawa and had success there She's on been two years this is her second year with the Pulse and her specialty is in the attacking end, has a really strong understanding tactically was a shooter herself and played Um, what was National Bank Cup, for those of us who are still old enough to remember those days. Uh, So has a huge amount of experience, but most importantly, is really passionate about netball, uh, passionate about developing herself, really open to learning, and is also currently on the Hapaitanga programme. So is getting lots of other, you know, extensions. So, uh, look, I I just think, like everything, retention is really important too, and it's great that she's come out the other side of that process and has, has proven her worth and knows the system, knows the kaupapa, knows the players. And so I hope that transition is a really smooth one for everybody. I know there's a lot of work that's gone into place with particularly Y and Fran. And of course, Fran's leaving as well. So um, we've got more jobs on offer than anywhere else, I think, (laughs) down here.
0: Fran, obviously being your CEO, who's been around for a very long time. Yvette, your own transition, I guess, out of netball, it's not happening overnight. You're still involved with Fiji for the World Cup. Can you talk to us about that?
3: Yeah, really excited. It's a huge opportunity, and Netball New Zealand through Tanya Karodia have helped make that opportunity a reality. So I've been over in January to the first training camp, and amazing people. Look, their resort, their greatest resources, their people. They don't have a domestic competition. The venues are are challenging. Netball's not a priority sport, so it's really different to what we experience here, and it certainly makes you really grateful for what you have um, here in New Zealand and, and of course we're never happy, we always want more. But what I'm really looking forward to is just being exposed to that ability to assess international opposition, to bring a team and contribute to that group of players who have got a real range of experience. There's a couple there who have been this will be their third World Cup. And so they've been around a bit, right to, you know, young ones who this is the first time that they'll go to a major competition. But on top of that they don't have a consistent ability to play the game so some real I think for me the the most important thing is remember the strengths that they bring make sure that we're really clear about celebrating the strength that they bring as an individual and then on top of that the ability to have um, some growth for each of them to say okay well if I can make progress in these areas what's that going to add to our collective and I think it's easy to, to come and say, this is how we do it and so this is what will will be done rather than just, look, this is where the start point is, this is where they're at and uh, yeah, working from their strength base.
1: So there's a few of you, I think Ranga Bloxham is going to be there with Wales and you'll be there with Fiji. Could this yes. be seen as a, a stepping stone towards building up a little bit of international
3: experience towards one day a tilt at the ferns job? Yeah, for sure. I think, look, the, the whole idea of, of these opportunities is about growth. And I've been fortunate to have plenty of time um, in different environments, including some time as an assistant with the Silver Ferns. And then on top of that, that uh, the learning that you get here in a franchise, that day in, day out, the ability to run a campaign over a long period of time, they are completely different. Um, similar when I was with 21s, that you're somewhat isolated and a, a little bit on, you know, dial uh, when you're outside of those spaces as a national coach. But, I, you know, I hope that this adds value to, to me as a coach and I'm sure it will. It keeps growing and that ability to keep being open to growth and knowing that, you're, you know, you're never the complete coach and if you can be willing to learn, then there's opportunity <laughs> ahead and, and being ready if opportunity presents what that looks like and if it presents...
2: Now, Yvette, the Ferns, they do get named next week. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. I'm not going to get you to name your team, but who, in your opinion, is really putting their hand up at a spot in that black dress?
3: Yeah, I think there's been a number of real standout performances and probably, um, like, when I look at Kate Burley, I thought, gosh, she's done an amazing job. She's worked incredibly hard. Is that a player they're going to take in the Ferns? I don't know, but a consistent performer certainly when we think about the ANZ, definitely was the trial for the um, Silver Ferns for World World Cup. I think she's been a really consistent player. I've been been impressed with Maddie's consistency this season, and I think she's really consolidated, uh, both from an attacking and defensive perspective. So I think she's done a really good job. Of course, I I love what Whitney does, and I think she's got a really special mix, but I look at the combinations that can happen with Peter, um, Grace, you know look at um, Gina and her ability to the loss rate is always low the consistency the ability to find space under pressure that midcourt oh my gosh that is just <laughs> incredibly tight and what a what a privilege to have such amazing choices because they are really informed. this year's shooting group across the board we had the the best shooting percentages across all teams this season now consistency wise uh Grace is, Grace is just, Bryce. I just think she's special. <laughs> Grace just special, yeah. Uh Hard to mark, just growing in terms of her ability to take ball. Yeah, people complain she might not have range, but why do you need it if you can get that close to the post, I say. But I think she's, yeah, she's an exceptional player. So, oh, my gosh, I think just named some of the 21s really, didn't I? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, look I, look, I think it's going to be a difficult decision and wonderful. That's what it was meant to be, to put pressure on selectors. And I know, you know, we we can all, people will get to their five probably and everyone agrees and there's always argy-bargy on who's, who's in after that. But, yeah, I'm going, Grace will be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah lock Grayson I'm sure um, another one of your players Kelly Jerry,'s probably locked her place in too while we've got you here Yvette I want to pick your coaching brain would you consider taking five mid quarters to a world cup and maybe dropping down to three shooters is that something you think could think, be on the cards
3: yeah I think you can do all sorts of things particularly when you've got a 12 I look at how creative you can be with a 10 um, you know a roster of 10 players but I think with a 12, you can get quite creative. I think the other nice thing about the World Cup, different to COM Games, is you're able to replace people in competition. And that's a really different feel when you're at COM Games. You're basically just reducing numbers. So I think there's room for that. That said, South Africa is a long way away. So unsure whether part of that is about taking uh, those backup players with them so that that transition, that readiness can be made quickly. So they'll be obviously thinking through those scenarios, but it's whether there's enough slides in terms of a you know wing attack. Look, this season we we always say to Whitney, You could be our wing attack, goal attack slide if we're looking for that mobility. And of course, she turns and shoots as she does, so it depends on where people are at. And we've got strength, you know, across all areas of court, but there's lots of points of difference, and it's going to depend. A lot on the style of game I agree I think Kelly's done really well and she's got the height but if they're wanting to play a real mobile game who knows what they'll they'll look for in terms of defence in there so I think they've got choices and and genuine choices um, as long as that clarity is what does that player bring and what is it that they're required to do I think that's the key piece
0: It's a blessing and a curse, all these choices for James Knowles and the selectors. Yvette, thank you so much for your time. Um, Just on behalf of all of us, you know, congratulations on an incredible career with The Pulse. Uh, Sad to see you go, but hoping maybe you'll be back. Uh, But for now, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on Inside Nebel. Oh,
3: pleasure. Appreciate it. Thanks very much.
0: Well, of course, they all get one last chance to impress the Fern selectors in the grand final this weekend. Who's going to have a blinder or who needs to have a blinder, do you think?
1: Well, it depends what you're asking, of course, Storm, because do you want to have a blinder to get the final? or Do you want to have a blinder to get in the team? But I think first things first, you want to win the grand final. And I think as far as the Mystics are concerned, Phil DeVuey needs to have a blinder because I think, uh, you know, Monica Faulkner was just getting into some beautiful form. Um, She's out now and Vui's in and she's not doing too badly, but she needs to have a good one. For me, it's both (laughs) the wing defences who's shutting down Gina who's shutting down
2: Petter so both the wing defences have to have really strong games and then if it's like Michaela Sokoletsch beats and I think that will also put her in very good stead to put her hand up for the black dress
0: that's right. It's interesting because we want Mickey there but then as she covers an extra midi an extra defender that's why I wanted to talk to a vet. it's also confusing but we'll park that for now because of course the team is being named next week we will dissect it then predictions for the grand final just quickly oh, I'm going to flip win? a coin Mystics
1: Oh. Ah, mm. and I'm not even going to flip a coin. I'm going to get Mystics by seven. Mystics by seven. And You'll you be stars. Well, I would like to see the
0: stars win. I'm just glad it's an all Auckland final. We haven't had one of those yet. So it will be a great match. Make sure you're tuning in on Sky Sport this weekend for the grand final. For now, Jenny Courtney, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll see you next time on Inside Netball